Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. By the time my youngest child was 12 years old, I had moved 24 times to multiple cities in four countries across two continents. So I have some experience with always having to make new friends and changing zip codes like today's guest. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle Thanks, Carol Stratton, for joining us today. And you're you're going to talk about changing zip codes. I am. Yes. Please tell us what that's all about. Well, I have moved 22 times and lived to write about it. My husband and I and our four children moved several times. And as a writer, I felt like I had some, maybe some helpful information to help people out with moving because moving is truly one of the top three stressors in life. I look at moving as a giant spatula that comes into your home and your life and flips everything upside down. And then you pack everything that you own into a moving van and you wave goodbye to it and you hope you see it again in one piece right yes yes then you start into a new home especially I'm thinking with single moms where you don't have maybe that new support and it's very tough and you may have a beautiful house and your kids are in a great setup with the school and all that but you think you look around you go where's my support system so one of the things I like to talk about when moving is how to quickly get up and running with your support system. Because we all need that, don't we? Yes. 
Yes. And even if you are um, an introvert, uh, you have to push yourself to uh, meet people. And one of the things I uh, like to stress with people who are moving is don't worry about getting your whole house taken care of. Get the basics like the kitchen and the kids rooms and then go out and meet the neighbors and mingle. Now, I know it's COVID right now, but we're talking Normally. Normally. You go out into the downtown, and what I have found is, especially in little shops, some of your first friends, I call them, will be shop owners. Yes. Because they love their town. You know, they might be downtown, might be a little boutique or a little restaurant, and they like to tell you about their town. So you will get a lot of help and a lot of just connection with people to begin with. Yes. So you go from there. And you put yourself in the school, you volunteer, you wave to your neighbors so you are look approachable. Even if you're, you know, there's days I don't want anybody to see me because I'm still in my bathrobe taking the dogs up, but you just go, hi. Yes. <laughs> so you become a, an approachable person. And I guarantee within a year, you will have at least one or two friends. I've moved very many times and God's been very faithful to give me friends. Sometimes it's only one or two, but those one or two are awesome. So when we lived in Wheaton, Illinois, I had a neighbor who was from South Africa show up on my door with some homemade goodies. And uh, she and I hit it off. I had older kids that had moved out of the house and she had little kids, but we just connected because she was very open to friendship. So I, I would just encourage young moms, old moms, anybody who's finding themselves by themselves to really pay attention to who is friendly. And uh, not everybody wants you in their life. And you may think, oh, I'd really like to get that person to, to know that person. But, you know, they're so busy with relatives, with high school friends, church friends, who knows what club friends, and you, they don't have room. And there's other people who have tons of people in their life, but they always have room for another friend. And those are the kind of people you look for. Right. I always say it's like speed dating. You you call up someone who you sort of think you've clicked with and you say, hey, you want to go have coffee? Well, if they don't want to go, you just go down the list to the next person. And you don't get discouraged because once you have that, that sense of depression and uh, discouragement. You are not a person who, you know, people are going to, oh, I really want to get to know that person. You know, you kind of have a little bit of a, you're repelling people. So even if you have to fake that smile and you're hurting and lonely in the inside, you go out and you make yourself connect with people. And I guarantee you are going to find some friends and you don't need a lot in life, but you need one or two really good ones, don't you? Right. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, one of the one of the things I noticed the other day is that I went to another country and I was walking around the neighborhood looking at houses and this lady came up to me and normally I'd be like, you know, I just don't want to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. but I stopped and listened and she could tell me the history of the whole neighborhood. Now, mm -hmm. That's what you're talking about, right? You met the right person, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I that's sure did. great. Yes. That's great. Oh, wow. Yes. Now, you, you said you moved 22 times. Why so many times? And are there obstacles to moving that many times? Uh, yeah. Yes, there are. Your kids are mad at you sometimes. 
They have to change schools. We moved f- through uh, job changes. We had one situation where we moved from Holland, Michigan to Chicago area. And in the middle of the year, the company that my husband was going to buy, we had not signed off on it because the guy he was going to buy, he said, well, let's just wait till February. I have some tax issues. Well, February came and he came into the office and talked to my husband and said, you know, I really don't think I want to retire. So we were, we had four kids. We had to pull out of school. We were able to sell our house quickly and we never sold our house back in Michigan. So we just moved back into that. And it was a, what I call a boomerang move. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was tough. I'd say we moved more when the kids were younger. We didn't want to move them as much in high school, but I think our kids have developed a resiliency. They're close to each other because sometimes that was their only friends for the first few weeks or two. And uh, they learned how to talk to strangers. My second son who went to college, he said, you know, mom, it was not a big deal to go into um, the dorms and make friends. I was just used to meeting people. That's the good side. You know, maybe my kids don't have the roots in a particular town, but they have roots in our family and they've learned how to deal with uh, life and its ups and downs and how to talk to people. Right. Yeah. Very good. You've covered how to adjust to your new neighborhood, especially if you're a solo mom, you know, you feel lonely and we shouldn't withdraw ourselves, obviously. But I think one of the issues we have sometimes is that we don't want people to see us, not our bodies, but our person to see Mm -hmm. human being we are in our state we are. Do you have any kind of advice you could give to somebody like that who feel it's better to withdraw than... Well, I think we've learned from COVID that we need people. When you're moving around or traveling, there are ample opportunities to make new friends and connections. But what do you do under social distancing and lockdown? If you are getting weary of social media or you want to make new meaningful connections with moms just like you, take a break and attend Solo Moms Talk Connect monthly meetup on Thursday, February 18th. It's a safe virtual meetup where you can talk about what's on your mind or ask a question. Or if you choose, you can just listen in. It's up to you. Stay as long as you want. Click the link below in the show notes or go to solomoms-talk.com slash connect and reserve your seat today. Take a break and let's connect. And withdrawing is maybe good for a short period of time when you're, you know, trying to nurse some wounds, maybe you've just gone through a divorce and you just can't really connect with people. But I think there comes a point where we, we see we need people, you know, no man is an Island. That's a famous expression, no woman. And the sooner that the single mom or any mom feels like she can be part of even just a little part of the community. Maybe you're just in the PTO and your room mother, you're, driving kids to a, a trip, a school trip, but anything like that, those little things, maybe you don't have to get in a big discussion group or book club, but just be, put yourself out there and be active. It's not even so much you have to go out to coffee and tell them your life story, but you do need to have interaction with people. And if you're shy, really sometimes the best things are just to do those quiet little behind the scenes 
volunteers. But I, I really encourage people to come to a point where they, maybe they just have to force themselves a little. I did, oh boy, I just wanted to get my house squared away. And I'm thinking, well, it'll be a year later, later and my neighbors will go. I think there's somebody who moved into that house, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so, you know, you want to use the time when you're still new to connect. Yes. And uh, realize everybody won't connect with you, but all you need is a few. Yes. And And, and if you don't, find that boy I have prayed so many times Lord just bring one friend I can talk to mm-hmm. just a telephone friend just somebody who I can borrow sugar from a neighbor and God is very faithful to do that yes definitely is mm-hmm. so tell me about the book and how we could get a copy and also if you provide do you provide any coaching services to people who are moving well actually it's on my website my um, contact information. And if someone had a question about moving, I would be more than happy to send them an email. And uh, you can always connect with me on Facebook, Carol Stratton or Carol Grace Stratton, which is my author Facebook page, either one. And I'm happy to because I that's one of my missions in life is to, to help the newcomer connect. And here's my book. All the stuff is falling out of the back. <laughs> We've all had moves like that, right? Yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a 40-day devotional. And it's just a very short little um, story with a little bit of scripture. And it just kind of gives you a pep talk. And uh, it, it shows you that people in the Bible had to move a lot. Um, the Israelites, they were constantly on the move, weren't they? Yes. They went through the Red Sea, 40 years in the wilderness. They didn't have a place to put their address and say, here's where you mail this. It's it's encouraged me to realize I am in good company and I will get through this. Yes. Uh, that You're not always going to be a newcomer. But anyway, if any of your listeners are interested, the book is on Amazon and I think it sells for, I think about 10 bucks. Okay. I don't know if there's a Kindle version anymore, but uh, if you cannot find that, I'm happy to have you contact me. I do have a Facebook, I'm sorry, not a Facebook, a website page, Carol G. Stratton, and I do blogs and you can contact me that way. I'd love to hear from my readers. Okay, great. Thank you. And I'll put the link to your website on the show notes so people can contact you. you. That's great. I appreciate talking to you. I I appreciate the time. We had some technical difficulties and some time challenges, but I I really appreciate your patience. Two personal questions. One, do you practice self-care and what does that look like for you? And two, what are you grateful for? Oh, good questions. Self-care. Well, sometimes I plan too much into my life uh, with marketing, writing an article. Um, I have right here in this town, six grandchildren, lots of stuff going on. So my self-care is when I have really crazy days just to take maybe the next morning or afternoon and take a walk, uh, just get away. Go read a book. I love to just read a book. Epsom salt bath. I'm big on those. Um, but, but 
that's really important just to restore yourself. Yeah, it really is. But whatever it takes, maybe you want to get with a friend and talk. Maybe you're sick of people and you need to just just say to your kids, hey, for one hour, I'm locking the door. You go watch TV. Mom's taking a nap, you know, and teach your children that mom needs care, too, so that they they get they get that. I'm grateful for a loving family. I am grateful for just enjoying the ministry God has given me to help newcomers. Um, I'm also a novelist. I have a second novel coming out in March called Deep End of the Lake. And I've just, it's been a joy. It's been really hard, but it's been a joy. And I'm very grateful for God allowing me to uh, publish some books and to connect with people. I love to encourage people. So I'm grateful when he brings people for me to encourage Amen. Yes, thank you. And I'm going to check out your Audible book, um, Lake Surrender. That looks interesting. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank I worked with autistic children and it's kind of came out of my um, time in, in the classroom working with them. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carol Stratton, for talking to me today. I really appreciate you coming. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. Enjoy talking to you. When you're moving around or traveling, there are ample opportunities to make new friends and connections. But what do you do under social distancing and lockdown? If you are getting weary of social media or you want to make new meaningful connections with moms just like you, take a break and attend Solo Moms Talk Connect monthly meetup on Thursday, February 18th. It's a safe virtual meetup where you can talk about what's on your mind or ask a question. Or if you choose, you can just listen in. It's up to you. Stay as long as you want. Click the link below in the show notes or go to solomoms-talk.com slash connect and reserve your seat today. Take a break and let's connect. Hello, Solar Moms. As a Solar Mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry, and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. 
So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.